Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be scarcity versus unlimited choices. Well, I've got an email success story from a guy who originally found my work a couple years ago when he was involved in a relationship with a married woman. Obviously, he learned some difficult lessons from that, but since then, he's had a lot of great success, and for the past year, he's in, been in the best relationship that he's ever had. So what we're going to talk about today is having choices and options. And as good as things are in this guy's relationship, the one thing that he kind of closes with in his email is that he knows if something didn't work out, he could find somebody else. So he's obviously arrived at a place where he has choice. Because most people in this world, whether it's their career or their friendships that they have or their personal relationships or whatever it is, they do for a living or maybe the business that are, they're involved in or maybe how well or how poorly they take care of their body most people simply do not feel like they have choices and when somebody doesn't feel like they have choices they're going to be in a scarcity mindset and often they're going to stay in relationships and keep their life circumstances completely different than the way they ultimately would want them to be because they just don't see themselves as having choices so it's a very powerful mindset to have one of an abundance versus feeling like you've got to hold on to everyone and everything that's in your life. But when you feel like you have choice, it really frees you up to reach your full potential and be comfortable following the beat of your own drum, be comfortable following what you feel in your heart. It was funny, I was on Twitter earlier today and one of the guys that I follow on there is a sports writer and somebody had tweeted at him, hey, I've got this ex-girlfriend of mine, and I let her go two and a half years ago, and I want to get her back. She's the one. And I'm thinking, it's obvious to me when I read something like that, that guy let this girl go a couple, two and a half years ago and hasn't found anybody better, probably hasn't really changed his approach, and now he's getting desperate and fearful like he's never going to meet anybody else. So what's he do? He goes back to what's familiar to a girl he hasn't talked to in two and a half years. And now she supposedly is the one, which is absurd. So i got a quote that I wrote on this topic. And then we're going to go through this guy's email and see what he's done to change the way he looks at things in life. And the quote says, most people in this world do not know how to get what they want in life. They tend to take whatever they can get, which is usually nothing or less than optimal. True freedom comes from knowing your value, learning the science of achievement, and knowing that with enough time, you can get a better job, build a better business, attract a higher quality lover, better friends, and even start over after losing everything. Having choices leads to certainty, peace, optimism, and a compelling future. Not feeling like you have any choice leads to scarcity, fear, and loss of hope. When you lose hope and positive expectation of a compelling future, you start dying little by little, piece by piece. And let's face it, the majority of the people that you and I are going to encounter in life, are that describes them perfectly. They're literally dying little by little, piece by piece, because they either have completely lost hope or every day they're losing hope. And that's the worst feeling in the world when you feel like things are hopeless when things are hopeless 
or you feel like you don't know what to do, you feel like you've tried everything, all you're really lacking is an idea, is trying something else that you haven't tried before. Life is a process. And in order to feel like you're successful and happy in life, you have to feel like you're making progress. And obviously that particular guy who is tweeting at the sports writer saying he wants the one back from two and a half years ago, he's somebody that doesn't feel like he's making much progress in his life. And now in order to get some peace and some certainty into his life, he's thinking he's got to go back and heat up some leftovers, if you will, of somebody he let go a couple of years ago. And that's the hard thing is holding, holding out for what you really want. Whether it's finishing college or getting the ultimate job that you want or you end one relationship and you're in between the other one and you got everybody around you who may be in a relationship themselves but maybe their relationships aren't that great. And in order to feel better about themselves, they want everybody that they know that's single to be like them. If they're in a shitty job and they got friends or family that's in a shitty job, guess what? They're making excuses why that friend or family member should stay in their shitty job because it makes them feel better about their decisions. And at the end of the day, nobody is going to know better than you do why it is that you are doing what you're doing. And it's incredibly difficult, especially when what you want doesn't seem like it's anywhere close to becoming a reality to stay believing in what you want. There's one of my favorite St. Augustine quotes. He said, faith is believing in what you do not yet see. And the reward for this faith is to see what you believed. It's having no attachment to your outcome whenever it shows up. Because if you're worried about when something shows up or when it happens, you're not focused on enjoying the journey and enjoying where you are. Like I got up this morning after I had my shower and my green juice, I sat and I had a pot of tea. I had like three, three cups of tea just looking out over the ocean and enjoying my beautiful place and being grateful for where I was. And there's lots of things that I'm working towards accomplishing and I'm just chipping away, kind of metaphorically, if you will, kind of like if you think of the, the analogy of Michelangelo and his statue that he built, in essence, chipped away at a giant block of marble for years to create his famous piece, David. And somebody was asking him when he was presenting it, it's like how, he was just marveling at this like two-story tall, perfect marble sculpture of a man. And he's like, how did you do that? And anybody that's ever taken any art classes, it's not so much focusing on making a great piece of art as it is to drawing lines and shades. And like in his case, the sculptor, he says, oh, it was easy. David was already in there. I just chipped away the excess. That's what we're all doing with our lives. We're kind of chipping away the excess. The people in our lives that don't really need to be there and having faith that people that aren't in our lives yet but we want them to be eventually will show up right on time and learning to be grateful in the moment learning to be grateful even if you're broke right now learning to be grateful if you're single or learning to be grateful if you're married in a happy relationship but you're trying to have kids and it's not happening or learning to be grateful where you're renting an apartment and someday you want to own a house or you want to have a nice car. It's learning to appreciate where you are in the journey 
of going from where you are right now to where you eventually want to be in the future. So with that said, let's go take a look at this particular guy's email. He says, hi coach, I'm the guy who you answered in one of your video newsletters titled Impossible and Toxic Relationships. I'm writing back to you two years later to update you on all the positive results of following your advice and my success story so it serves as an example or inspiration for other guys and girls out there. So obviously I did an email for him two years ago. And, that, and the name of that was Impossible and Toxic Relationships. So you can Google Corey Wayne, Impossible and Toxic Relationships, and that'll come up. If you're so inclined to see where he was and what his thinking was at the particular time. He says, as you know, I was in love and dating a married woman for about a year. She wouldn't leave her husband, and you told me to walk away and never look back. It's what I did. Three months later, she divorced her husband and got in touch with me, wanting to rekindle things. As I was still in love with her, remember, people make their choices based upon emotions, and they use logic and reason to justify their purchase. Emotions are very strong, and obviously in this case, only a few months later, she's finally like, hey, I'm ready to give you what you wanted or so he thought. He says, as I was still in love with her, I decided to try again. Bad choice, he puts. After two months of dating, she wouldn't commit and was going out with other guys behind my back. How many videos have I done over the years that say once a cheater, always a cheater? I mean, it doesn't mean anything. All she cares about is getting her needs met. That's just the way she looks at the world, and she assumes everybody is just like her anyways. And no matter what you tell somebody like that, they're going to believe what they believe. Remember, people will act consistently with how they view themselves to be, whether the view is accurate or not. Again, I walked away and never looked back. I took the time to read your book over and over, focus on my goals, take care of myself, and date other women. Obviously, you think he really felt like dating other women after that had happened? Of course not, because he was emotionally wrapped up in this particular woman. But obviously, enough pain had happened in his life, because remember, people do more to avoid pain than they'll do to gain pleasure. Enough painful things had happened in that interaction, and he probably watched enough videos and read enough of my book to realize, you know what? If it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, quacks like a fucking duck, it's a duck. She's a cheater, she's a liar, she ain't good relationship material. It was difficult, of course, but I went through it. Everybody does. Five months later, she got in touch just to wish me a Merry Christmas, he says. Yeah, right. You know how it is. We tend to think that people can change, so I gave us another chance. Another one. Glutton for punishment. You just hadn't reached your pain threshold yet. Just to confirm one month later that people just become a better version of themselves. She was sweet and respectful, but the moment we had the first fight, guess what? She slept with another guy. I'm shocked, I'm shocked, I tell you. If you've ever seen the old Casablanca movie with Humphrey Bogart and I think it was Ingrid Bergman, I think it was, it was probably in the 40s, I want to say. Where there's a, a scene in there, there's this Vichy France um, police officer. He knows there's gambling and whoring and all this shit going on in this club. And, of course, the Nazi uh, police show up. And he comes in. He's like, I'm shocked, shocked, I tell you. I can't believe all this is going on here. I had no idea. Even though the dude was in there all the time partaking of it. 
That's where that comes from, if you haven't seen it. With all the knowledge that you brought me, I was much more confident on how to act with women and on myself, so it was not so difficult to walk away this time. But what is really amazing is that on, that, on the day that I decided with all the cells of my body that I would find someone who shares the same values that I have, I met my current girlfriend, a hot Japanese muse who is loyal, sweet, smart, and caring. We've been in a relationship for almost a year now. You notice how the universe kept testing him. He's like, I'm done with this, I'm over it, I'm walking away, and yet she came back, and he gave her a chance two other times, and it ended the same way. Just If you think about the guy that was talking about on Twitter, wanting the ex back that he let go two and a half years ago, and now all of a sudden, because he found anybody else, she's the one. If he, gets, if he ever did get back together with that girl, he's wasting his time and her time because everything that turned her off and caused him to decide that she wasn't good enough and he really didn't want her, it, it's not like she became a different person. She's still who she is. And she'll get, he'll get turned off for the same reasons. I mean, think about that. Do you think that guy's really moving forward with his life if now he's thinking about a girl from two and a half years ago? Obviously not. So back to our emailer, he says, I'm happy with her, but you know what? I know I can have more. Like I talked about in my book, that's what caused me to marry my first wife was that fear. Because it was the relationship that I had with her, was she was the first real girlfriend that I had and the first woman I'd ever dated who really truly loved me for me. With all my flaws, all my faults, I just fucking did it for her. But... After everything I'd been through and all the rejection and all the good girls that I had screwed up with up until that point, I still, in the back of my mind, I was like, what if I never find anybody else? What if it never gets any better? And what if the next girl is worse? And that's what caused me and a lot of friends around me who were chirping in my ear trying to get me to do the same things that they were doing, which was settling. I went ahead and settled. But after a year, I finally realized, this, I can't do this. I can't live a lie. And I grew a set of balls, and I swore I would never, ever get married again unless I was 100% certain I wanted to spend my life with that one person. Maybe someday I will get married, but it's not my outcome. It's not my desire. My desire at this point in my life, 47 years old, is to just enjoy it. And if I look back at my life, I've always been a serial monogamous. Why should I feel bad about that? That's just my particular path, which is going to be different from your path and everybody else's path who you know and who happens to be watching this video. Live your truth and be proud of it. And don't let tune other people out because at the end of the day, they don't know what you know about yourself. They don't know what's in your heart. The only person that can know that is you and the creator. And it's really none of their fucking business. I know I can have more. It doesn't matter if it's with her or with someone else. What is really important is this feeling that you are awesome and you will find what you're looking for, not only in love, but in all aspects of life. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us, Coach. And for all us guys out there, read the book and follow it. Decide you're going to be a little better each and every day and focus on what you want. Nothing is going to stop you. Great success story, great email. Thanks for sharing. And for those of you that haven't read my book yet, you can get it for free by subscribing to audible.com. And you can read the ebook version on my website by subscribing to the newsletter. And I 
We'll talk to you soon.